Um, okay, so uh, real quick so, about Horizon John. Yeah. Because you uh, you said that you were you're on like the last mission. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right before the last mission right now. So right now, how do you know it's the last mission? Like you know for a fact it's the last mission. Yeah, the last last mission is called the Looming Shadow. Okay, so you are you are at the last. Uh... Yeah. So it said like I was I was reading um because now that I've gone through it, I'm right before that. Now I'm just like doing some cleanup and stuff before I jump into it. Yeah. I'm like I'm doing certain side missions. Like there's there's six or seven side missions plus the hunting, where you acquire all the allies to help you in the final battle. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, so there's like there's a list online. If you do those seven, then you get all the all these guys that will help you. So like right before you go into the looming shadow, it'll ask you if you want to have a sleep before the morning. You have a sleep and then you reflect on everyone you've helped. And then in the morning you wake up and you go and you talk to all of them and their allies to help you. So I was like, okay. well, I kind of want to do that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, luckily for me, I've been doing most of the side quests as I go along. So so you're probably okay because I was just flying through the main quest and then yeah. picking up like collectibles along the way and stuff. The reason why I was asking was because I got to a point where uh, silence is saying like you have to like if you go past this, like if you have anything else you need to do, go past this. And I thought I, I know that's not the last mission, so I thought maybe that's where you were at and that you thought that that was the last mission. Yeah, no, I, I passed that part already, and that kind of confused me too because I was like, I swear it was something Shadow was the last mission, and that's not that what that was called. Right, so whereas I'm my... like doing the, uh, the, I'm doing the main missions just to get to the last uh, power cell. Once right. I get the last power cell, then I'll probably just start doing cleanup. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so as long as you don't hit up like the looming shadow. Oh, yeah. Even though, yeah. even though like if you go through the looming shadow and you want to go back and get the allies later, you can, but you just gotta replay the looming shadow. So I was like, I don't want to do that. So yeah. I'm probably gonna hop into the frozen wilds as soon as I'm done. The main story. Yeah, I uh I actually started that. So that's part of my quest list now. But oh, I didn't I haven't actually gone through because like a lot of them were plus 30 like 30 levels and stuff and i was like okay fine but like um it's funny how you can glitch certain bosses or yeah. certain things where like if you just find a spot where you can hide and they can't attack you yeah then you just chip away so like you'll come across um uh, a demon corrupted uh, not a scrapper um Stomper? Or, no or, or tramp trampler is that what they're called no 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 it's uh it's one of the more cat-like ones oh you talk about that invisible one like the predator no not that one but i hate that one i That's absolutely hate that one it just sends off like those alarms fuck that one pisses me off but uh <laughs> it, it's similar vein it's just one of the bigger ones right and it was yeah. like a level 35 like there was no way that I was going to beat this thing, like two hits dead. Like that's it. Two hits dead. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So, so a like demon corrupted ravager. Like a so this shot. is a top of the line guy. Yeah. And I ended up finding just this spot in between this crevice and a tree. And he could not fucking hit me at all. So I just, whipped away with uh, with arrows and eventually like he'd run away and you know and 
Then I jump out, fire yeah. off some more. He'd come back at me, get back in that little spot. Like you can almost see him being like, are you fucking kidding me? This spot again, this son of a bitch. And then when I beat him, I was like, Oh, I can't, it was just hilarious. Um, and then like, I felt like I was doing that with the, uh, the death bringers. You just find a spot where you can camp and not get hit. Yeah. Death bringers are actually surprisingly easy. And same with like thunder jaws, like those two over by the tall neck, I went up on the cliff face and I was yep. shooting at them from above. And every time they shoot their missiles, I would just back up. It would hit like the edge of the rocks. I go. Exactly. <laughs> so like the mission that I'm currently stuck on is, uh, the heart of the Nora. Okay. Yep. Um, cause like. Well, I mean, you know, there's f- like five different sections of, uh, I don't know what the hell you call them, mechazords. Let's call them mechazords. Zords, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, and then of course, there's humans on top of that, right? So, like, and of course, the first wave you hit is a Deathbringer one. I fucking climbed a mountain. I climbed a mountain and then just picked off the Deathbringer. Yeah. Then the Watchers showed up, but they're easy. Like, I'm at a one big hit and they're dead. You know, and the uh, the corruptors from that height, a joke. <sighs> nice. You know, and then I uh, I stealth one other section, but then when I the third section, the third section, I was like, I was like, I'm not, I can't keep doing this, so I'm just now I'm doing some uh, leveling up on other side missions, so I can get back to that. I really want that armor. <laughs> I want that armor. Man, before anything else, that armor is sick. <laughs> Oh, it is you have awesome. it? Oh, I hate yeah. you. It is awesome. I took on a thunder jaw and it was a bitch, man. It was like shooting at me and it was just reflecting. All the energy I, taking it in. Oh. I honestly, I, I can't wait. I can't wait because like, you know, the funny part is I never like souped up any of my armors. I souped up my weaponry. I bought like shadow weaponry, but I never did anything with my armor. I had like the stealth armor. And there's times where I'm like dying or peeing. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, how can I get past this? And then I'm looking through my armor and I'm like, oh, I actually have pretty good armor. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should level that up too. And the funny part is, is I'm talking about how like it reminds me of a giant RPG and yet I didn't bother upgrading. Uh, no. <laughs> it's such a weird, like it's a great game. But it's such a weird game because like, it reminds me of so many different games and genres while I'm playing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, there are aspects that remind me of Tomb Raider. Like, yeah, the cauldrons are definitely, like, tombs. Yep. And just the fact that you're a, a strong woman and you're, you know, jumping and climbing and running and, and hunting. Yep. I was like, okay, so those are all there. And, I mean, obviously, uh, what do they call it? Like, it's a... Oh, what's the term? Like map game or something like that? Like clear the map game? Because that's kind of the whole yeah, purpose yeah. of getting all the... It's pretty much like all of the Sony exclusives these days. Like God of War and uh, Ghost of Tsushima the same way. Yeah, exactly. You got like tons of collectibles and stuff like that. And like... Yeah. Yeah, and then I like, I get some Dragon Age in there. And then... Oh, I see. I never like, played, so I don't get that. Like Bioware RPGs, like Anthem. I, I totally get it. Okay. Yeah, so I, again, I never. Enslaved, but okay. obviously, I, I get a ton of enslaved. I know, that was the first one I mentioned to you. Basically, it felt like Tomb Raider and Enslaved just yeah. smashed together with smashed together with heavy RPG elements, and then you're just like, oh, okay, fine. In Ooh. fact, like so much so that I want to replay Enslaved because I'm like, you know what? I probably gave that game too much of a hard time because I beat it, and I I 
if I didn't like it, why would I beat it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I get a replay and just go it. for it. Because graphically, I thought it was awesome. I thought the gameplay was awesome. I think yeah. the story was the only thing that I was a little bit iffy on. But I bet you if I played it again, I'd be like... Story's actually awesome. very similar. Like, a futuristic, like, Earth in the future where robots or, like, me- mechanical animals took over. Like, it's very similar in that aspect. Mechazords. Mechazords, yes. I like it. Um, I can't yeah. lay claim to that because Mighty Morphin Power Rangers said it first, but... They did. I it's don't in have, the spirit uh, of this 90s revival that we're doing. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with anything in the game except the jumping annoys me at times. It jumping, jumping really annoys me. me. I really hate how like I'll jump up beside a rock that's half my height and, and she won't grab on. She just keeps jumping against it. And it's just, that's annoying the shit out of me. Another thing that's annoying that uh, actually was really annoying was if you didn't get the power cell in Mother's Heart. Yeah. You had to go back in and you had to like basically exploit a glitch. <laughs> yeah. And the thing that annoyed me the most was that I got that power cell and I didn't realize it. So I did that glitch for nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, because they tell you you got a power cell, but they don't tell you which one you got. That's right. And I, but I forgot that I got it in Mother's, but I didn't get it in the first ruins. Okay. When I realized that I had it from Mother, I'm like, maybe I didn't get it in the first ruins, and sure enough, I didn't. I, had, I didn't. When I went, sorry, in, go on. When I went to the first ruins again, I had to fast travel out because I couldn't figure out how to get out of it. Because I was, oh, I was like, I almost did. I almost did hole, you fell in the hole, and then I remember at the beginning of the game, like Ross pulled you out. So I was like, how the hell do I get out of this friggin' place? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Fast travel. I, it took. Uh, I think the first time I went back there and looked around again. I think I was, it was full five minutes before I was able to figure out my way out. Yeah. Because it was just like, are you kidding? But some of the stuff, like, the game is pretty epic, too. Like, I gotta say, for a game that's about 40 hours, yeah, for just gameplay, like, that's I, pretty good. It's been a couple moments where I've, I've felt the time, because I'm just grinding, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's, but it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, you know yeah, I, mean? no like, I know. It's, I got, when you I don't have a strider. Yeah, I got the unlimited fast travel pack, so I get fast travel everywhere now. Because I, I was yeah, just, that's the next one on my list. I was like, yeah, fuck it, like walking this whole map, or or maybe overriding a Strider here and there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and speaking of overriding, I did the cauldron with uh, the Thunderjaw, yeah. and before I overrode the system to unlock him, I mm-hmm. overrode the two Watchers. So then, when I overrode the system, they helped me fight the Thunderjaw. Ooh, I like that idea. I never even thought to do that. Yeah. I got in the habit of, uh, before I unleash the, the boss, and I think the Thunderjaw is my next one. I got two left, actually. Two cauldrons left. Two cauldrons? Um, yeah. But uh, you know when like they have the doors that other animals would come out of? Yeah. I got in the habit of like putting traps by them to nice. wipe them out beforehand. So I was pretty pumped about that, but I never, I never think about using overrides to uh, to have battles. Yeah, I've I've been doing that so much lately. I'll just I'll scout the watchers in a neighborhood, and I'll just freaking override. That's a great idea. I'm actually, I, that's gonna be my next move, especially with this heart of Nora bullshit. And holy <laughs> shit! If you, yeah, if you override a sawtooth, oh man, you are good. Like that thing will destroy everything. Oh, uh, 
I think that's what I was. Is, I think that's what it was. A level thirty-five demon corrupted sawtooth. I think that's oh, what it was. Yeah, this thing was massive. Like I almost shit my pants when I saw it. But then when I caught that little glitch, I was like, "This is great. This is so <laughs> great." I almost wish that in that case, like AI characters would be like, "Wow, I'm surprised you made it this far so quickly." <laughs> sort of a subtle <laughs> nod to having such a low level and getting there. But oh, let's see. So we mentioned. Uh, we mentioned. Uh, 90s revival. So I said Mechazord. Mentioned Darkhawk. What else could we be talking about today? Uh, oh, I'll, I'll Nightwing. Nope, Nightwing issue eighty. Nightwing. Oh, you got more Nightwing. <laughs> the book is great. The, the, like flat out, the book is great. The book looks amazing. Um, the characterization is awesome. The story is now picking up where we get to see the good things that Dick has done is now starting to bite him in the ass. If you're not reading it, check it out. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That's it. That's all I wanted to say is like, if you're not reading Nightwing, uh, check it out. You don't even have to be a fan of Nightwing to read this book and like this book. I mean, it'll help, but I bet you by the end of this book, you'll be like, I'm a Nightwing fan. But yeah, the yeah. way he draws that Nightwing costume, I I actually now think it's it's one of the better versions. It's a great and I was part. hating on it before. Yeah. I mean, and, and he's such a good artist that you need a good artist, right? Like I, the costume design is half of the battle. You got to have the artist to bring that to life. And that's that right. That's right. I was right. going to say about Darkhawk too. The weird thing about comics is, if I see a costume for a movie, and we we, we see it and we're like, ah, I don't know, but I got to see it in motion. That'll change everything. You don't get that in comics. So it's basically like, I'm not feeling it, and then and then that's it because and that's it. Yeah, it's really going to change. It. Yeah. And then on the costume front, like in terms of movies and TVs now, nowadays I find less and less. I'm like, mm, more and more. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Although I'm still not yeah. a fan of Batman's new costume. Not a fan of that one. Oh man. Did you see what Catwoman Riddler looked like? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh shit. I just saw it today. Someone posted, someone had um, the Batman calendar for 2022. And it, so they took pictures of the from images from the calendar. Oh, Oh, Catwoman is literally just wearing a burglar mask with like a cutout that goes like straight across like this. Okay. Two little points, and that's it. And oh. Riddler straight up looks like Doctor Doom. He's got this mechanical face mask. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I will just save this for me to see this. But uh, you did mention Mortal Kombat, and we I are did. talking about Mortal Kombat. We're not talking about the 1996 epic of trash oh. that was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Was it 95? 95 because Annihilation was 97. Right. You know Uber what? That's trash. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you thought 95's Mortal Kombat was uh, garbage, and it was, but it wasn't as bad as people think it was. It's, it was awesome then. It's hard to watch now. It's aged. Yes. My, although I have to say, even though, because uh, I saw the uh, Mortal Kombat in the theater, and I remember my first thought was, my only complaint was the wire work when they were flipping backwards. Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was awesome. I was like, this is so great. Aside from that part, everything was great. And then Annihilation, we watched at your place and it was just a pile of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I watched Annihilation uh with Will Tenhave at the theater. And then and then we watched it. And I, I'm pretty sure I was telling you before we watched it how bad it was. Yeah, but, you were giving me the heads up. What well, how old are okay? So I'm 15, I'm totally in love with Mortal Kombat, and I'm going, This is a pile of shit. Like, yeah, you were like, you're like, okay, look, this is just like it looks cool, but everything about it is terrible. Like how much or something along those lines, but how much of these games can we shove into an hour and a half movie? Oh 
<laughs> luckily, luckily, in my opinion, this remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, is largely a winner. Large. Yeah, I actually I didn't write down any of my positives because uh um, I got I got the IMDB page up with the cast, so it could kind of go off the cast, but pretty much I have cool. I'm gonna roll with it. One dislike. <laughs> That's it. That's it's, pretty it's, good. There's a couple parts to the dislike, but ultimately it's one dislike, and then then that's it. Other than that, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I thought it was awesome. This is actually a movie. I I said I was gonna watch it, but I haven't. But I'm definitely gonna rewatch it because I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. And I um, a large part of it I think was because I went into it literally just like, how bad could it be? <laughs> The one trailer I watched, I said, okay, it looks pretty good. But, I mean, it eh, doesn't have a good track record. And video game movies largely largely are terrible. I think yep. Tomb Raider was one of the better ones. The most recent Tomb Raider was one of the better ones. And that was about it from what I can recall. Mm-hmm. But this movie was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, uh, I, I definitely love a lot about it. A lot of it. Um, not a lot of it, but some of it I was kind of like, ah, because it's so hard for me. Because I grew up a hardcore Mortal Kombat fan. Like, stupid. How many uh, Mortal Kombats did you beat? Um, the original trilogy. Four. All the way up to Armageddon. And then I kind of Wow. I, I didn't think you were that into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I used to have the strategy guys with all the codes written out. for. Like, right. Yeah, of course. You have to. You have to. You know, it was stupid. Like, um, my parents owned the store. And you know how we got those Video One oh, magazines? Yep, the, yep. For the tapes that we would rent out? They had video game sections in the back. And Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate for the Game Boy, they put in there for like 90 bucks or something. Wow. So I asked my mom, can I order this for myself? And I'll give the money. She said, sure. Gave her the money. I was so excited for it to come in. I never showed up. And I was so mad. And I was crying. And I was just... <laughs> I was so pissed off. Oh. It came out like December 11th or something like that. And I was so pissed. My mom said, I'll call video one. I'll figure it out. We'll find out where your game is and everything. Four days later, I'm opening my birthday gifts in my Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she so, got you good. It was so she hard got you good. not to give it to you four days ago. Because I was, I was raging and then I was crying. She got you so good. That must have been hard for her to literally be like, okay, he, first of all, he's angry, which we expected. But yeah. now he's crying, so I don't yeah. I don't really know how to handle this. And your dad's probably just like, tell him to suck it up. Yeah. Be a man. <laughs> he can wait four fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pissed though, because Will Will ordered uh Killer Instinct for his Game Boy. Ah yes, Killer Instinct. He gave us the money for that. So his Killer Instinct came in, my Mortal Kombat didn't. I was so pissed. <laughs> Uh, Actually, I really enjoyed Killer Instinct. I really enjoyed Killer Instinct 2. And then I think that series died after that. Or did they do a Killer Instinct 3? It, it, came, back, it, came, on, it came back on their most recent Xbox. Because uh, Microsoft bought right. it there. Yes, they, they bought that's it right. There. Yes. And I never, at that point, I was like, well, I don't have an Xbox, so I'm not playing that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, I loved Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter guy, for sure, though. I yeah, Street Fighter, fan. Street Fighter guy. Adrian grew up on Street Fighter too. Like it was. I grew up with the, the arcade. Like, was, That's where I got it. Either you were a Street Fighter kid or a Mortal Kombat kid. It's funny how that works. Like when it, back in the day, like 
there's only a couple of things that I remember it was very distinct about that. And it was definitely like you, you liked Street Fighter or you liked Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, another one was, uh, oh, you liked Metallica or you liked Slayer, but you couldn't like both of them, even though I did. No. Um, and uh, yeah, there was another one. Like that. It was WWF. Metal Gear or uh, Splinter Cell. Or, or Siphon Filter. Or Siphon Filter, because some people were dumb when they were young. <laughs> and they thought that Siphon Filter was a better game, and it really wasn't at all, in fact. Yeah, it, it was so weird, eh? Like, your you're, you're PlayStation or your Nintendo, your... Yeah, yeah right? or uh, your Nintendo or your Sega. Yeah, exactly. Or that was your TurboGrafx-16, but everyone was like, get the fuck out of here. The 3DO. What the fuck is Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. The Jaguar. Do you remember the Jaguar? The Jaguar. The, 3D, the actual yeah. 3D Jaguar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, and then the Virtual Boy came out after that. Nintendo's. Virtual. And they had a warning where, like, you couldn't play it for long periods of time because yeah. it would wreck it your It was all your black vision. with just, like, red. Oh. oh. I couldn't do it for long. I tried the demo of that at Sellers, I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that's. I, I, I hurt the but, eyes. Oh. This um, is weird, too. Like, it was really because you're not expecting. Uh, virtual reality to look that shitty <laughs> you know because you watch like sci-fi movies and you're like oh my god virtual reality you're freaking amazing like even lawnmower man looked amazing for its time and that was yeah. garbage like, that was some shitty special effects it wasn't real virtual reality though it was just like a tv really close to your fucking eyes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly exactly like it was like oh my god this hurts no, it was, it was so bad. It was so bad. Um, um, but I was getting to to all of that. Um, so watching this, it's hard for me not to compare it to the games and even the 95 movie, like right off the bat. Like, it, it, And I'm trying to like open my eyes and even to uh, Legacies. I remember that directed video of Mortal Kombat they did a few years back where Michael J. White was Jax? Nope. No? That was awesome. That was really good. And the director... Was that my, animated? No, it was live action. Oh wait, I remember the trailer for that. But yeah, I never I didn't uh, realize it came out. What's her name? Jerry something from Star Trek Voyager. Oh, I know who you're talking nine? about. Yeah. She was Sonya Blade. Yeah, seven of nine. Yeah, she was Sonya Blade. Um, and it was awesome. It was really well done. Like hmm. there were serial killers and stuff. And I'm gonna have to check that out. Very dark. That out. So, so Before we go any that. further though, uh so this was released April 23rd, 2021. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was directed by Simon McQuaid. McQuaid? McQuaid, which is, this is his first film. Well done, sir. Well done. Uh, screenplay is by Greg Russo and David Callahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, story by Oren Uziel and Craig, Greg Russo, starring Louis Tan as Cole Young, Jessica McNamee as Sonya Blade. The mm-hmm. cast, I got to say, really good. But we'll go from there. We'll get there. Or, uh, visually, they looked the parts. Uh, yeah. Tad Nobu, Asano is Raiden. A ripped up Jimmy Olsen. Uh, sorry, McCad Brooks. And I spent the first like chunk of the movie when he was in it going like, it kind of looks like the dude that played, like I knew his name too. And I was like, it kind of looks like Jimmy Olsen. But I'm like, he sounds different. And he's like, huge. Then when I Googled it, I was like, I was right. It's totally him. But he looks like he's just eating roids now. It was flying over my head for so long. It was like, something so familiar about this guy. <laughs> like, so familiar. How do I know this guy? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ludi Lin is Liu Kang. 
Yep. Chin Han is Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. Joe Taslim, which I didn't th- think his name would be that simple, but Joe Taslim is Bai Han and uh, Sub Zero. Yep. One of my favorites is Hiroyuki Sanada as Hanzo Hasashi or Scorpion. Um, Max Huang as Kung Lao. Sis Stringer is Melina, which I was surprised to see in this movie. Yeah. Daniel Nelson does the body work for Cabal, but is voiced by Damon Harriman, and he cracked me up. Yeah, I enjoy Cabal. And Josh Lawson from Superstore as Kano. And he was another one where I seen him, I was like, motherfucker, this guy's Kano and he's Australian. I had never saw that coming, but he was he was a highlight for me too. Yeah. Um Angus Sampon does the voice of Goro. Uh Nathan Jones keeps getting cast as big scary guy, but good for him. He's Reiko. <laughs> Mel Jarnson is Natara. Yukiko Shinohara is Harumi. And then Matilda Kimber is Emily, Cole's daughter, and mm-hmm. Laura Brent is Allison, Cole's wife, and the mother of Emily. That's it. That's it. That's Nailed all the cast. Nailed it. Um, yeah, so I'm just going to do my dislike real quick, because that's I only got the one. I'm assuming you've got uh, 14, 15? I, I'm just going to roll with it. I, I, I yeah, okay. I'm, a lot of my dislikes are mostly from just story beats and somewhat some of the actors that got to portray the characters. That's all. Okay. So um, my only real dislike for this movie is the Cole character. Mm-hmm. His entire story is the only thing for me that kind of drags down this movie because his story beat is created specifically for the movie. Yeah. And he's literally the audience like tie-in to this world, which I felt like in this movie, you didn't need that. No. Um, or if you were going to do it, you could have done it with Sonya Blade. You could have done it with another... Uh, hell, you could have introduced Johnny Cage, even though I do like that they've saved him for the second one. Yeah. But his ultimate story was just me going like, uh, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Yep. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Okay. But the other part that's kind of annoying, aside from the fact that it's very predictable was that. So like he goes from the, the loser fighter who could barely scrape by right mm-hmm. to being like the last guy to activate his powers. Uh, and it literally has to be like his wife is going to be his wife and child are going to be killed for his powers to be activated. Which, okay, fine, but you, you saw that coming the second he, he quit and went home. Yeah, yeah. And then the fact that once he got his powers, all of a sudden he was the leader and he was calling the shots. When you yeah. had, like, Sonya Blaze, uh, Blade is, like, an actual, like, special forces person. Yeah. Uh, Jax is another special forces person. So these are two people, and they're also, like, like well-versed in this world, right? Yeah. They could have been calling the shots. 100%. And like, uh, but he's calling the shots and nobody goes, oh, wait, hold on a second. Liu Kang falls in line as soon as uh, Cole starts like pointing people and making the Captain America moves. Where he's like, you do that. You do this. And then on top of all of that, he's got the lamest look 
period. <laughs> and while his powers are cool, I, I do love me some Bishop-related energy absorption powers. Yep. They made him incredibly overpowered because of it. Oh, yeah. It was nuts. You know, and I mean, like, I know a lot of people are complaining about uh, Goro being killed off in the first movie. Which, to be fair, we don't know for sure that he was killed off. Because his body was taken and so was Sub-Zero, so he could be brought back. Um, I guarantee you we'll probably see Goro again. But, like, it's tough because Goro didn't make it past the first Mortal Kombat until... Didn't he show up later on? He showed up later on, yeah. And he yeah. had a short little fight with Johnny Cage. But, I mean, it was all animatronics and puppets back then, so there wasn't much they could do with No, it. I'm not talking about the, the movie. I'm talking about the games themselves. Oh, yeah. No, he, he was a friggin'. He was the second boss in the first game, and then he was a character throughout the whole series up to, like, five, I think. Right. So, I mean, like, for him to come back, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I would have liked it more if it was an actual established Mortal Kombat guy that beat him. Like mm -hmm. if it was Kung Lao or Liu Kang or even both of them together, that I would have, I would have been able to stomach that a little bit more, but because yeah. there is a sequel on the way, I'm like, okay, we'll probably see him in the sequel and that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, that was, that was really it. That was my only real gripe was the Cole storyline and nothing, no offense to the actor. Like he did a fine job. He no, was Lewis playing Tan, the, I mean, Lewis Tan was, was, I mean, great for what it was i exactly. have zero, zero interest whatsoever though to see a brand new character in this movie when there is probably 200 plus in the mortal kombat universe exactly and like i remember distinctly when i saw the trailer and it was from his perspective i immediately was like yeah i don't know about this and yeah. oh and obviously the reviews like immediately online when the the trailer came out they were like who the fuck is cole <laughs> Yeah. Why the fuck do I care about Cole? Why couldn't they use an actual well, Mortal Kombat family? Who the fuck cares if he's got a family? I don't, when his friggin' wife took an axe yeah. to Doro, I was like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, I like. But, I mean, okay, fine. She was going to help out, and that's, yeah. and that's fine. But it was, again, it was just like, but how does an axe, like, this guy's from an, another, like, the other world. So this guy should be able to shrug off an axe. Yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, so the, the whole Lewis Tan stuff, I was just, uh, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah let's let's differentiate because hold on, let's differentiate because a lot of people that are into geek culture can't differentiate actors from the characters. So let's just use the character name Cole. Yeah, Cole. Cole's arc was brutally predictable. Brutally, almost and, painfully predictable. Luke Kane should have been the, the lead, hundred percent. Yeah, I've always been a Kung Lao guy, but Liu Kang has been the lead. He should be like he was actually the lead in all the Mortal Kombat games oh. up until uh, ten when they rewrote history with time yeah, travel. Later, later, later games, but I mean, like the whole thing was always about Liu Kang discovering this tournament and everything. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, I'll, but um, like that's it. That's really my only major like. Eh. Okay, well, I'll kind of go through. It a oh, sorry. And of course, when you get introduced to uh, Titan, you get introduced to Scorpion. Scorpion at the beginning, yeah. And he hides, and they hide the baby. I was like, "That's totally fucking cool." Yeah, it's totally fucking cool. So, so like right from the beginning, I was already just like, uh, "No, <laughs> I can't." So that's it. That's the last I, thing I, I mentioned I'm about the storyline. That wasn't actually cool, but like, 
don't know. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it was still, the girl, and he eventually he came down the the bloodline later, but uh, yeah. So, eventually it was him though like it was because of the baby that he was so and that's what i mean like if you got to that point you're just like of course you're the descendant of scorpion like yeah and that doesn't make you any cooler that's the worst part i wasn't like oh that's cool it was like ah god and those tanta things he had without even actually being blades i was like what are you in street <laughs> fighter or are you in mortal Kombat? what game are you supposed to be in because it doing, feels man? like street fighter yeah so so yeah the cole young stuff for sure goro obviously we touched on that and here's my problem with goro too and, and i dislike the fact that cole's the one that killed him yeah 100 percent. but what really pisses me off like i'm fine with them holding off on the tournament until the sequel mm-hmm. the fact that goro died outside of the tournament pisses me off he should have been a boss like character in the tournament of the, like the second movie Actually, yeah, you know what? I didn't like that Goro was another, like we're talking about it, because if I were to rewatch it, it would have been more fresh, but I didn't like yeah. how Goro was a henchman, too. I did not like that either. Like Shane Song going, oh, Prince Goro, nice for of you to help us. And then it's like, oh, what, what makes him a prince? Like, who is this guy? Is he just a big guy with four arms? Like, and yeah, least, and they definitely played it like that. At least in the original movie, they told you why you should be afraid of Goro. Right, but and I think part of that is where the the makers of this movie they made it so that they it was kind of like watching a it's like watching anything that's got a specific niche to it where they don't explain stuff because they feel like the audience are is already familiar with it, so they don't need to be told that Goro is a prince and his lineage is this and you know mm-hmm. he's helping out Shang Tsung for whatever reason because. Yeah. They they go yeah well they they watched the the previous movies they played right. all the video games they watched everything so they don't they don't need all that and why the, the fuck do we know, need full young <laughs> yeah why not why it's, have like a significant it totally third, one, the other thing a third of that plot is devoted to this guy and you can't spend like an extra three minutes going like uh, well this is Goro and this is why he's here and this is why yeah. he's dangerous instead he was Joe Thug he was like. He was like Bane in Batman and Robin. Where in the comic books, Bane is like a big deal. Like he's super smart like Batman, super strategic like Batman. He's super strong like Batman. He also has access to Venom, which makes him a jacked freak. But in that movie, he was just a henchman. Yeah. Uh, Bane. Yeah. I think he actually said Bane smash. (laughs) Wrong movie, buddy. Yeah, you're potentially uh, infringing on copyrights, but whatever, whatever. So, okay, so yeah, and then, yeah, like running through the cast real quick. Um, Sonia Blade, Jessica McNamee. I, I she had the look. I just didn't get her as like a military type of person. Like I, I never bought her, especially wa- after watching that Legacies where that Jerry something tells her last name. Like Jerry I Ryan. could buy her. I it's could Jerry buy her Ryan. Like, this badass military like chick right i i just i never got it with with her i, I thought it was um well i think it's partly because forecasting it, it was just not the casting i would have done i i actually think it's more or less uh in terms of the stage direction and how they they introduced her because they didn't introduce her like really as this military heavy yeah they kind of introduced her as just somebody that was uh 
kind of there. And then all of a sudden, they like you found out retroactively that she was part of the military type of thing, yeah. as opposed to it being a part of her character. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no problems with the actress at all. In fact, I thought she did a really good, fine job. I think it's one of those, it's the same with uh, Cole, though, where it's she did a really good job with what she was given. Yes. Yeah. Right? I just, I don't know. Like, I felt like I also would have liked to seen her and Jax together beforehand to show, you know, their chemistry. Yeah. Right? No, I agree. I agree. So, but this was a fairly quick movie, too, though. Fairly quick. And, and and again, this is why I feel like Cold wasn't needed. They could have had a straight up just Jackson's mm-hmm. yeah, going after this whole Mortal Kombat thing. That would have been like, on. honestly, that would have been fine. You would have still had the doubling on, stuff. doubling on to Sub-Zero, like all of it. Yeah. Yeah. You would have still been able to do the Kano stuff. You still, would, yeah. in fact, by removing Cole entirely um, and not the actor, though, the actor could have been cast as anyone else. Easily anyone else um but you remove that entire plot and it actually instantly becomes a better movie because yeah. now you've opened up more time to explain sonia the relationship between her and jacks because they a lot of times uh movies will tell you stuff and you're like yeah that's great but if you show it to me you show me something and within a minute i go huh that's a really cool and i'll use uh i will use a joss whedon movie to describe what I'm talking about, okay? Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. The relationship between Bucky and, uh, or not Bucky, Hawkeye and Black Widow mm-hmm. is immediately shown in uh, <clears throat> Avengers within a minute of their screen time together. You already have a sense of how long they've been working together. Yeah. The level of their friendship. There's there's no like, oh, I think they're going to hook up feeling. It's straight up their friends, their partners, right? And when he's taken over, you immediately see how important it is for her to get him back. Yeah. They could have done that with Sonya Blade and Jax with five minutes. And I know we, I, I say this, we say this a lot, like, oh, five minutes, you know, here and there, and you cut this and that. And it's easy to say you devote five minutes. But, I mean, there's a couple of things they could have, like, well, you take out the cold stuff, you've got about, what, 40 minutes to play yeah. with now. Yeah. So now you can either bring Johnny in or you can actually dig into all these different characters like Luke Kang. How the fuck did you get to that temple? What's your backstory? Like you're the main character from the games. And yeah, him and Kung Lao, their backstories were just like, yeah, well, we've been fighting these guys for a while. Yeah. You share the monks. Like, like, uh, it really pissed me off that we got all this coal shit. I want to know about Luke Kang. Yeah, the more I talk Kane. about it, I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know, my minor, my minor uh, dislike is the cold thing, and I'm like, actually, no, the cold thing is a pretty big dislike. It's a huge, it's a- huge dislike, and that's why, like, as much as I enjoyed this movie and I want to see the sequel, I'm kind of just like, but then if I see the sequel, I see more of coal. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I, I have a feeling that like depending on who they cast for Johnny Cage is yeah. part of it. But I have a feeling that once they get to the sequel and they actually start doing the tournament and they get to introduce more of these characters, I don't think Cole is going to be as big a focal point. And I think a lot of the reviews have been singling out Cole in general. And I have a feeling that these guys are going to look at it and kind of go, okay, 
let's kind of just have them there, but not necessarily be a focal point. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because you've got a fan favorite like Johnny Cage, or yeah, Johnny Cage is like the fan favorite. Yeah. I he was the first character I ever played as Mortal Kombat. Same, you know, and mostly because he was a normal looking dude, you know. Yeah, but uh, and I frequently played as him. I, I you know Liu Kang as well. I played as Liu Kang for a bit, and then like kung lao in the second one you start okay you start figuring out what characters work for you but i do think that they will he won't be the lead in the second one i have a strong feeling he won't be the lead i hope so i mean because now we're going to be getting to the tournament and that means there's going to be losers along the way and i don't want to see cole at the top of the mountain like that's luke kane should be up there yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Especially after seeing Kung Lao die in this. <laughs> Which really surprised me. Yeah. Uh, really surprised me. I but, know. I mean, they had to raise the stakes, right? And they couldn't they kill Cole. To. <clears throat> and, and to hint, that like, go off of that for a moment, the actor for Shang Tsung, I didn't really care for him. And again, it's because I'm comparing him to the amazing Kerry Haruki Tagawa from 95. Well. Was the perfect Shang Tsung. The perfect yeah black eyes i didn't really like how we have black eyes the whole time i I didn't like that either but i i so that was where i was like you know i was kind of forgiven because like i also loved christopher lambert as raiden yeah i thought it was just really cool that he was raiden um he didn't make it for the second one but whatever yeah the second doesn't exist (laughs) that's right the second one shouldn't exist but this guy like i know a lot of complaints were like this guy tadanobu didn't look like Raiden. And I was like, nah, he looked like Raiden. Like, if you look at the cinemas in the most recent games, it looks very close to what Raiden looks like now. His stature so that wasn't a complaint. A smaller. He's a little smaller than what I think Raiden would be. But, but that's that was... Otherwise, I thought it was really solid. I mean, like, even yeah. Ludi Lin as Liu Kang, at first I was like, he's really tiny. But then you see him take a shirt off, he's just ripped, like, no yeah. fucking fat just, on like, the body at all. Bruce Lee ripped. And I, and and then, I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm like, okay. Was that a fireball? And you're just like, okay, that's Luke Kang. That's fucking Luke Kang. That's Luke Kang, 100%. You know, and the bicycle kick, you're like, eh, yeah. this motherfucker knows what he's doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was, uh, so that was fine. Um, um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I thought, you know, Raiden was well casted. I, I thought all of the cast was really great. Kano is hands down the highlight of the movie for casting. Josh Lawson was. Oh, and and what perfect. he did with the role too, like they just perfect. must have had him sit there and go, okay, just fucking ad lib shit. Yeah, just go for it. But like, so he was great, and then when you meet Cabal later, yeah. I was just like, oh fuck, we got another one. This is great, <laughs> you know. And it's like when because uh, Kano's with the good guys at the time, and then Cabal's just like, oh, there's that Kano. He's a low down fucking piece of shit. You're going to love him. I was like, oh, shit. Because, <laughs> of course, like, when you're a fan of the games and stuff, the whole time you're watching, you're just like, okay, like, at what point does Kano fuck him over? Yeah. It's got to be coming soon. You know, yeah, so, like, he's not on that side. And, then, and this is kind of funny because, like, so with Kano, immediately you're like, his plot is very, like, predictable, you know? He's going to, as first chance he gets, he's going to side with the bad guys. But instead of it being like, uh, like with Cole, it was me going like, When's it going to happen? Yeah. When's it going to happen? Yeah. And it's, a large part of that is because Lawson was so good as Kano. Like, 
I don't remember Kano ever being that entertaining in any of the games. He was just like a prick that would rip your heart out, yeah. give you an eye blast. Whereas here, I was like, man, more of that. More of that guy. Yeah, he was friggin' perfect. He oh, was just, just so perfect. good. So perfect. good. So and again, good. again, I got totally lost in, in the roles and everything that it never even clicked to me that was Josh Lawson from Superstore until after. I knew right away. As soon as I seen him, I was like, holy shit. I, again, though, it was like, there's something familiar about him. But you know what? I think it was the accent, too, throwing me off. And James told me later, he's like, holy shit, that's a guy from Superstore. I was like, oh, man, is that why he wasn't in the last season? <laughs> <laughs> he was off shooting Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, by the way, I haven't seen all of the last season, so don't say anything about it. I have, No, I haven't season before. I, I haven't seen the new one at all yet. I can't okay. watch it. Can't wait to watch it. Um, um I think I'm pretty pretty good with negatives now. Like I think yeah, the rest is positives. And I mean like a ton of the positives are coming off of Scorpion Sub Zero. So I was just much. gonna say like so much. <laughs> and and like that's another thing. So the Scorpion Scorpion Sub Zero plot line that could have been the major plot line instead of the coal stuff. Yeah. It I, was so good, but it, like, it's it crazy. So good from like, you see them as both normal, relatively normal human beings. Yeah. Like right? entries ago or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, uh sub zero is, is Chinese invading this. Like Japanese. they didn't really touch like, why did he have it on for this family? Did they, did they really touch on that? Like, did he kill someone that Sub Zero knew, or um, it seemed like he had blood on his hands, but they never really went into it. I can't remember exactly. For some reason, I just thought it was one of those where you know it was like because he knew his name. I thought it was. It felt to me like it was one of those where he just wanted to prove he was better than the greatest swordsman who ever lived. Okay, and and at but, this point, he was. Kind of just living the good life with the family, and nah, he was he's trying to retire in secret. He didn't want. He was he was done. He probably yeah. he might even have killed like a family member. I I can't remember exactly, but that was such a good rivalry, and they were both really good. Like, and good. the funny part is, is that I always liked Sub Zero, and in the games, and I never really got into the lore until later, until you find out that Sub Zero is actually the bad guy mm -hmm. and Scorpion's the good guy. So I was like, oh, holy fuck. And he does a good job of making you hate Scorpion or yeah, Sub Zero, I mean, sorry. Like, forever, really, uh, you're just like, Jesus. Forever, I thought Scorpion was the bad guy. I mean, the guy has a skeleton face and blows fire on people. Like, that's got to be the bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like trapped in hell. And then you find out why. <laughs> the, the fact that they open this movie with those two. Yeah, it but really, isn't it, it really uh, set the tone? I was like, oh shit, this is this is like legit. This isn't cheesy at all right now. This is fucking oh. good. Fucking oh, yeah. good. And then when Sub Zero like makes his next appearance and he's walking down the streets towards Cole and all the snow is blowing and everything, that was epic, man. Like, oh was so fucking cool. Like they did some really cool things with it. Like I uh I read online that some people were griping about how uh you know, they got their powers and how, like, they were chosen ones type of thing. I was yeah. fine with it. I was like, that's an easy way of explaining why they got to fight in this tournament. 
Yeah, I mean, and also an easy way to explain why they would have powers because when yeah. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, when fucking Luke Kane was turning into a dragon with no explanation, I was like, this is stupid as fuck. Yeah, you're <laughs> just like, okay, this makes no fucking sense at no all. Sense. So now so it's like at least, and, and uh, fireballs, like you throw a fireball as a normal human being, no one's going to be like, oh, cool. They're going to be like, how the fuck do you do that? Right. So I thought it was a quick and easy way of explaining it. And I actually liked it. I actually thought, oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, same here. You know? Um, but the fight scenes, those fight scenes, I mean, we got to see fatalities. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And they were fucking brutal when uh, Kung Lao did his hat thing and then used it as like the circular saw on the ground and like pulled the guy through. I was just like, oh. That was, I think that was really the only death in the movie that was like, all right, that's up there with the games. Yeah, but like, I also think it, <laughs> we're going to see more of that in the sequel. Which, oh, oh, for sure. It's awesome that I'm saying this like, that we're totally getting a sequel. Like I feel good oh, yeah. that we're getting a sequel. Because um, I, when I watched this, I, I was like, man, I really hope this did well because I really want to see a sequel. Yeah. I'm actually like, I'm glad that this wasn't the tournament, that this was like setting the stage for the tournament. Yeah. I'm glad that they did a lot of the story stuff now. So that way they can hit the ground running and get your story beats in between fights. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Oh, that's so good. Um, oh, I forget where I was going. Oh, um, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion Rivalry. Yeah, I mean, Joe Taslim's amazing. Like, I've loved oh. this guy since the raid. So when I heard he was Sub-Zero, I was like... That's where he's from. Okay, so now yeah. now we're, we're... I'm catching up where I'm just like... Yeah, he's the raid. I recognize him, but I couldn't place him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. So they're like... Haruki, uh, Haruki, Sanada, 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 Sanada. I always Sanada. say Sanada. That sounds more Japanese. You're probably right on that. Sanada, love this guy with the passion. So when they, when they said he was playing Scorpion, I was like, oh, that's perfect, so perfect. And then they go, and Joe Taslim's going to be Sub Zero. I was like, well, that cast is just bang on. <laughs> <laughs> I just I did one of these where, <laughs> when the movie opened, I was like, oh. This guy's in the fucking movie. Yeah. And he's and he's Musa or sorry, Hasashi. I was like, oh, this is gonna be fucking good. And then when I saw that guy, I was like, I recognize him. This is gonna be good. Yeah. So I was super pumped about that. Like, oh. So pumped. And I love how powered up Sub Zero was. Like, oh, it's gonna take all of us to take on Sub Zero. Like, yeah. They made him out to be a big fucking deal. Yeah. Um, and now, like, uh, I guess because they they show that he's dead but i is it possible that he becomes shadow in the sequel because isn't that what happens in the games the original sub-zero dies and he becomes shadow shadow sub-zero yeah yeah there was that yeah he came back like with a freaking tank top and a ponytail (laughs) right yes that's right that's right i i don't know what they're gonna do with that I mean, I don't know. I think they'll just bring him back. His body, just like he took Goro's body. So, I think that he just comes back. Like they just bring him back to life, and that's it. Yeah. Same with Goro. I think Goro becomes comes back to life, but yeah. But the thing is, when Goro's in the tournament, he's not a big threat anymore because Cole Young beat him. You know, in the back. I know. I know. (laughs) And that's gonna like. Could you imagine that too? Like, uh, oh, you know, like Goro, like Prince Goro's, like literally just like this. 
Yeah. And then like Cole shows up and then Goro's just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to sit yeah. this one out. I thought this guy chopped my hand off last time. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stepping yeah. out. That's why I thought it would have been way better if, um, if the Shang Tsung stuff happened before the characters died. And I know they want to have the deaths because it's World Combat, you need death. But if Shang Tsung would have pulled Goro and the Sub-Zero away before they died, it would have made them feel like a greater threat in the sequel. I will agree with the Goro aspect, but not so much with Sub-Zero because he was a legit threat and it took yeah. everybody to beat him. And he could uh, and even then you could argue that he he wasn't he didn't actually die he was just down. Yeah. Whereas Goro you could argue that. <laughs> you could also argue that he's just down too. Like there's way I mean there, these are otherworldly folks so you could argue. Definitely. Um but uh well they're going to have to do something because those are two fan favorite characters that they oh, were, yeah. they took out in the first movie and it wasn't even in the tournament. Yeah. So I they mean, have to do something. They got to come back. I mean, it's that, it's that simple. Nobody gives a shit about what, what what's their names, uh, Natara or Raiko. No, I mean like the, it's only fans of those characters that are going to give a shit about. But like, I mean, they were cast Kung because Kung Lao you know, is, is is different. Sorry, I, Kung Lao dying is is kind of crazy, but that, it is. that I think is just to really push Liu Kang versus Shang Song in the sequel. Which I hope to see. Like I said, like I, I don't feel like uh, Cole will end up being the lead. I do feel like someone else will be the lead, and it should be Liu Kang. Yeah. Um. You know. Yeah. And, <sighs> and you know what? I'm okay with that. If it turns out that Cole Young was the main in this, just to be like the viewer's perspective into everything, and then Liu Kang takes over as the lead in the sequel, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's still it's still pointless. <laughs> they didn't need to it's do this. Pointless. But okay. at least it'd be better in that respect. So you don't get rid of Cole completely. But and also you can shift it too because then if Cole dies, yeah, which unfortunately I think like he should. <laughs> but if if he dies, then you have somebody to to step up and be like, oh, I'm the leader, and I should have been the leader all along. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, man. Overall, like I said, oh, um, I did like seeing uh, Melina though. That surprise was really cool. Oh, I forgot Reptile too. Reptile, I thought was really yeah. Cool Reptile too. made that cool little appearance. Melina was surprising though, um, showing her really surprising. Like it's weird yes. to have her and not Katana. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, that just means that we're gonna get Katana. So yeah. So now we know Katana will be around. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was not as violent as I was expecting. Uh. No, Mortal Kombat. It wasn't as. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It could have been more. It could have been much more. Although that Kung Lao fucking fatality, that was rough. Like I was just like, oh, and that's how you should be looking at them. It shouldn't be like, oh, this is awesome. It should be like, oh, this is gross. Yeah, just the head splitting open like this, (laughs) like, and then Kung Lao Lao stands up and goes, "Lawless victory." And I was like, no way, no way. It was so awesome. I love that. That was so great. <laughs> oh man. So great. Uh so yeah, overall, I, I think it's it's a really oh really and good- the animality. We forgot about the animality. The animality? Yeah, Kung La- or Liu Kang Dragon. Mm. 
the flame dragon. Like a fire dragon, yeah. Yeah, the flame dragon looked awesome, and I was like, what a cool way to get an animality in there, too. So that, that was, was really very cool. cool. And, like, as far as, a, like, potential franchise starter, does a great job of setting the scene, you know, yep. setting the table, saying that the tournament is for the state of the, the entire existence as we know it. <clears throat> you know, we've got these characters. They can do these things, but also we got to find these characters. And then, you know, they leave it looking for Johnny Cage. You're just like, I can't wait. I honestly, like, the second I finished that movie, I'm like, where's the sequel? I want the sequel right now. I don't want to wait. No. I want to watch it now. I, w- I, w- I was pretty pumped to see it directly lead into Johnny Cage for the sequel. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. what? Hey, if Miz, if Miz gets it, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I actually would be, like, I'd be over the moon. Like, I think I'd it'd be, be over perfect. the moon. Yeah. <laughs> It's very rare that I would be like, Johnny yes, yes cast an actor, a uh, wrestler in this role, 100%. And more often than not, I would, I'd be like, for The Miz, like, I'm not going to say he's a terrible actor because his movies made money. So, you know, he was doing something right, obviously. And he's just a likable guy, like, in general, like, in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched interviews with him and stuff like that. And I'm just like, he's just a, like a, he's really good at making you hate him. So oh, yeah. he's really good at his job. He oh, really yeah. knows what he's doing. But uh, yeah, I would I would love it if he got it. And I, I like that there's a fan petition for him to get the role. So I mean, and he even said, like, I, I'd do it. I It'd be great. I mean, it'd be so great whether he gets, you know, the A-OK to go do it or not. <laughs> They'd be stupid not to. They would. But I, I also think like, because... The Miz has very much been like John Cena in the sense that he's a company guy through and through. He sings the praises of WWE. And even yeah. though like he didn't have the, the best time coming up in the company, he's still just like, this company's great. And I mean, look at the life he has. He met his wife because of WWE, right? Yeah. yeah. They're married. They've got two kids. His entire life is owed to the WWE. Yes, he was you know a reality TV star prior to that. But it's hard to say that that would have made him, allowed him to get into where he is, where he's at now. Yeah. I mean, the Miz and Mrs., the reality TV show, I think is on their third season. Mm-hmm. You know? Because he's likable. He's, he's just outside of wrestling, even yeah. in wrestling as a bad guy. Like, you know, every, t- every now and then you get that bad guy, you're like, I really like this guy, even though he's supposed to be a bad guy. Well, that's the yeah. Miz. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, and uh, the only thing that kind of kills it with me, with him right now, is just the direction of the, the character. Yeah. Like, I know that they're building towards a split between him and John Morrison. And, I mean, uh, it doesn't need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they they can stay together. They could be douchebags heels like they're doing like they're just they're entertaining and they're really good at their job and i think that's what it is he's so good at making people hate him that now you respect him and you like him and you go well you know what yes i'll boo you but i'm also gonna clap you (laughs) (laughs) it's like uh it's like chris jericho chris jericho was so good at being a heel that you're just like you're like yeah he's so good though he's so good and roman reigns right now so good at being a heel that you have nothing but a ton of respect for him for making that leap too like he could have went the easy way out and did like that cool like nwo heel no he wants you to boo him yep (laughs) and once you start cheering him he's like we got to shift gears because you got to boo me Mm -hmm. which is great and And again that's very much like jericho jericho does the same thing if he if he wants you to boo him yeah. You're going to boo him. Oh, yeah. He'll make you boo him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, Although best, great as the bag Roman is still selling merch, whereas Jericho, when he did his uh, suit wearing heel work, no catchphrases and no t-shirts, no merch. Like Vince was literally like, "We got to make t-shirts," and he's like, "No, we're not doing any merch for this. I don't want to see any t-shirts of mine in the audience. That's for baby faces." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Miz in the sequel. I'd be cool with that. I actually would be disappointed if he doesn't get the role. <laughs> but then, hey, who do we go with? Like, it, I'm, I'm assuming Shang Tsung will be the the bad guy in the sequel. But what if they do Shao Khan? Like, who would play Shao Khan? Like, that is fun. Well, I mean, uh, isn't the actor that played him in the original still alive? Oh, in the in the annihilation, yeah, he is. We're Why not getting him? No, <laughs> no. He's no. a fine actor. You know, he plays that uh, burly douchebag pretty good. So why not? He was a freaking daddy's boy in Annihilation. I couldn't believe they made Shao Kahn like listen to his daddy the whole movie. Well, like, not only that, but they also had like Shao Kahn looked young too. Yeah, and he no. he shouldn't. He he should have looked like kind of a grizzled veteran type of thing. You know what? I'd be okay with Batista playing Shao Kahn. Yeah. Yeah, I would be. I would be very, uh, especially because he's also a very underrated actor. So, yeah. Yeah. Why Doing not? Big things right now. Batista, Batista would be a good choice. Uh, I, it's got to be some someone big, like not acting wise, but like Jack. Yeah. You just someone big, yeah. Intimidating for show call. Well, and that's yeah, that's the other thing too. So, especially because now you've got like uh, McCad Brooks there, who's clearly, clearly been hitting the weights lately. Yeah, yeah possibly you're... something else too. But whatever, it is what yeah. it is. Always I don't want to make it sound like I, I hate on people for using steroids. Like I don't make it sound like that. Like it's all just choice. Yeah, and the guy using steroids doesn't hurt me in any way. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. I mean, like, honestly, I've said before in these camcasts, if you don't think, you know, Hugh Jackman or Henry Cavill or any of those guys did steroids, they did steroids. They don't tell you that because people frown upon it and they go, oh, oh, oh. but I mean, some of these guys are getting in these crazy shape within like short time frames. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, if Cavill didn't do steroids, it wouldn't surprise me too much. Like, I, I remember in an interview that he said his trainer was like, we could do it uh, two ways. Do you want to use steroids? And Cavill said no. And the guy said, okay, I'll train you. So it's entirely possible that that's true. But the reality is, I mean, look at some of these guys at their age and the shape they're in. Like Hugh Jackman towards the end of his run. Are you going to tell me he wasn't on steroids? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. that. No, he, it isn't. It's easy. It's know. easy to say yes or no. But the reality is I would be amazed if he was clean. I don't think he really? was. I mean, he, oh, yeah. he didn't have that physique for X-Men. Like, he worked on that throughout all the movies. Right. He did. Yeah. He definitely did. But, and I'm going to pinpoint X-Men Origins Wolverine mm. as the part, the point where I go, now I think he's starting to take steroids. Because he's also every movie he's older yes so he's got to continue to be you know middle-aged late early late 30s early 40s wolverine mm -hmm. 
while he's you know becoming now like closer to his 50s right yeah the older you get he got better shape every way every step of the way yeah i and i'm not saying this again like i'm not hating i'm just saying i will be amazed if he was clean for the last couple of movies specifically from origins on i'll be amazed if he was clean just like i think the rocks on roids Hey, Rock could be on roids. He said uh, he got all jacked up when he did faster. And he said, Hugh Jackman showed me what to do to get jacked up. So maybe he said, hey, roids. <laughs> I don't think he had to. I don't think he had to because Rock came from wrestling. Rock came from wrestling, yeah. Rock came from wrestling, okay? Rock was on roids when he was in wrestling. But he was never that big. No, no. And I'll, and I'll say this. Like, I think when he first started out, Mm-hmm. When he was like Flex Havana <laughs> and Rocky Maivia. Yep. I bet you he was on roids then just because that's kind of a part and parcel with what you would do. But later, like when he started becoming the rock, um, especially because he had the surgery for his nipples. Yeah. That part there is a pretty clear indication that he was doing steroids. I, I don't uh I don't know for sure, but I mean some guys do it and some guys don't like Shawn Michaels did it for a bit, but he didn't like how heavy he got. And for his wrestling style, it made no sense. And rock was similar in the sense that like the later run of the rock is much more explosive, much more faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's less about strength and more about just being physically better than everybody. Jericho is another one. I think he said he only did steroids once or twice, but he just didn't like what it did for him. You know? Yeah, I mean, makes it sense. depends on the person. The Rock now, one hundred percent, is on steroids. <laughs> I, I'm shocked. Like he's getting to the point where I'm like, how are you still moving? <laughs> well, and that's that's just it. And again, like I don't want to turn this into like I don't want anyone to think I'm knocking this. Uh, I I'm not. I'm just saying it's it's okay if you're still if you're doing steroids as long as you're being safe about it. It's okay. And obviously, these guys are doing it you know, for their job. Like, I mean, you're going to tell me that like you, Kenneth Levitsky, if someone said, Hey, we'll, we'll cast you to be Wolverine, but you need to get jacked in four months that you're going to just do straight weights. Yep. And then, you know, you're going to, you're going to go you're ready to okay, go. You're going to lift weights for sure. And you're going to get on a diet and you're going to have a nutritionist and a, and a trainer and all that stuff. But you're also going to sit there and look at the time frame and go, yeah, let's do roids. Let's just do roids. And I would do it too. Like, well, I'm not going to just throw you in hey, the bus. If it was the Wolverine, I'd be like, eh, what's the worst that's going to happen? If they said, Chris, we're doing Alpha Flight and we need you to be Puck. <laughs> I. <laughs> we're, we're in reality. You're the right height for Wolverine. <laughs> you be... But I'm also the right height for Puck. <laughs> I mean, yes, Puck, I think, was like three, six in the comic books or something like that. Um, but they always make them bigger in the movies anyway, right? So well, five three in uh, Wolverine becomes six what whatever Jackman was six one, six two? Six two, yeah, six two. Six two, something like that. So you uh-huh. know, whatever. Yeah. But it, but I would need to be bulkier. I would need to be as wide as I am tall. I would do steroids. If they were like, Yeah, we'll pay you this amount of money to be puck, I would say fucking A. <laughs> I just fucking realized that we need to do a Alpha Flight fan film. No kidding, I, eh? I'm Sasquatch. I'm, I'm like... Oh, yeah, you are some Walter Langowski. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. 
We just need to find a, a snowbird and a guardian and that's easy. You just vindicators. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just hot chicks and uh, James Hudson is uh, the guardian. Uh, shaman. 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 I think that's how it's pronounced. <clears throat> yeah. North Star. The North Star twins. It was uh, Aurora. Yeah, that's right. Aurora. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so off <laughs> getting away from that steroid rant. Yeah, I don't worry. Uh, this movie's awesome. I loved it. I thought it was great. I will definitely rewatch it. Um, the I like it so much that the cold stuff doesn't bog down the movie for me. It um, it doesn't bog it down. Like oh, I'm definitely gonna rewatch. It doesn't it help sure. it. It does not help it at all. It does but... not help it. I mean, and maybe this isn't saying much though. It's easily probably in the top five for video game movies now. Sadly, that's not saying much. It's not saying much. Well, I mean, not really, ah, uh, like, so I would say, like, Mortal Kombat, like this one, uh, the most recent Tomb Raider, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, Ramp- I thought the Rampage, Sorry? Rampage. Oh, I haven't watched that one yet. I haven't watched that one yet, Rampage. but that did look awesome. That looked absolutely Rampage awesome. Rampage is awesome. Yeah, that looked awesome. So I could see that. Yeah. Okay. What else do you got? Oh man, what do we have for video game movies lately? Um, because all I'm thinking Monster of Monster Hunter came out. Monster Hunter. Oh yeah, but I haven't seen that one. All the Resident Evils. Oh, Silent Hill would be my top five. The first Silent Hill. Yeah, Silent Hill was oof, that was that was creepy. I was disappointed that didn't become a franchise. Uh, the Resident Evil movies were were fun though. I remember, I liked what they did with the first one and how they changed enough of it so that first one was know, really good. I think yeah, number four is my favorite. Three or four. Which one's the one in the desert? Extinction number three. I thought that one was all right. I liked that one. I really liked that one. And then four, there's six of them. Number five was awful. Number five is hands down the worst one. Garbage. I, I can't get over <laughs> how there was there was six of them. <laughs> number six, the final chapter was was pretty decent, but like yeah, number five, I was like, oh wow, this series didn't mm-hmm. end, and that and that was coming off of the fantastic number four. Number four is so good. I gotta watch the fourth. What's the fourth one called? Um, Retribution was that five? I always forget the name of the, the Resident Evil Apocalypse is number two, Extinction is three. I want to say Retribution was four. Okay. I have them kicking around here. Yeah, four or five, I get mixed up with the titles all right. Number six is the final chapter. That's easy to remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. No yeah. kidding. But yeah, no, I think probably right now the uh, Rampage of the Tomb Raider reboot would be my favorite video game. Yeah, I, I actually really like the two minute. Raider was really good, and uh, I, I that was one where I remember like I heard they were going to do a sequel, and they weren't going to do a sequel. Yeah, and now they are still yeah. kind of talking about doing a sequel. Yeah. The pandemic pushed it back, but it's still happening apparently. Which is good because like I was pumped about that, and also because like I mean I was literally just starting to play the uh, the reboot games right, so. Yeah. 
So I was like, oh, okay, all right, we got some elements of the first game in there with some mm-hmm. elements of uh, like some new stuff. Like, okay, all right. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Needless to say, uh, Mortal Kombat is a winner, guys. And yeah. If you if you like it, great. If you don't, also great. Oh. <laughs> quickly scorpion talking in japanese the whole time was freaking awesome however him pulling out the get over here in english i don't care i loved it i'm absolutely i, I loved it. it so much i, I thought it was so but great. i was just like wait a minute he doesn't talk english <laughs> i don't care i'm fine with it <laughs> but yeah oh man scorpion sub-zero they could just have another movie with just two of them and i'm down oh yeah no like how even if they release like an animated prequel showing you like their origins beforehand, I oh. But they reprise their roles as the voice actors. That would be incredible. Absolutely. That would be incredible. That would absolutely be incredible. Oh. Um. Also, I don't know if you heard me say this earlier, but your shirt is awesome. Oh, that is how. Like, how old is that shirt? This is brand new. I was gonna say this is. I've never seen you wear that. This that is a company is called Trent Rags. They do all like horror movie t-shirts, like licensed shirts, and they make the greatest shirts. Like, look at the side. So we got the thing going down. The I know. Going down the arm. And then Plus, I love the side, color scheme, too. This side is awesome. So you got McCready down here with the flamethrower going up the arm. That is awesome. That is yeah. so awesome. <sighs> yeah. I well, have a blank bleeve shirt from Old Navy. It's a nice shirt, man. Thank you. I got thing lounge pants too. They are so soft and silky. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's so cool. That is so cool. One of the best movies of all time. That one is. Oh God. I love the thing so much. So good. So much. Like Halloween is my favorite John Carpenter movie, but the thing is just nipping at its tail. Like it's really behind it. They they're so good. Oh yeah, it's really tough to like, like even for me personally, I'm saying like, I Halloween to me is more horrifying. Yeah, it, like, and we talked about it in the cast. It's more horrifying because of how it was shot, the concept behind it, and just like that whole like stalker aspect. Yeah, where like it's horrifying to watch us watch these characters get stalked by Michael in broad daylight and they don't notice him mm-hmm. and you're just like good god and i think that's probably the one of the reasons why it's one of the most horrifying movies because a lot of the stuff happens in the daytime and you're just like good god yeah oh such a good movie love it but yes i would say that thing is a very close second yeah but as far as john carpenter movies nothing tops escape from new york oh no no escape nope. from las vegas yeah. No, that's the one. Los Angeles, Wait. LA. Los Angeles, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, that is the pinnacle of his career. <laughs> yeah, nothing gets past like you. You get to that point, and you just call it a day. You've done yeah. everything you could. That's as good as it's going to get. Yeah, it's like uh, Steven Spielberg with uh, Jurassic Park. That's it. You're good. Yeah, and yeah, no, Escape from LA is definitely Carpenter's Jurassic Park. <laughs> I love every time we references and when I mention that movie I always go I remember watching it and I remember 
like thinking it was supposed to be really good because Escape from New York is supposed to be amazing. Yep. And it was so bad that I was like, I, I don't know if I want to watch Escape from New York. <laughs> and Escape from New York is amazing. I've never watched it all the way through now that I think about it. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's good. That would probably be number three on my uh, Carpenter list. Well, I guess so, right? There's only two Carpenter movies not in my collection. Escape from L.A. <laughs> yeah. What's and, the other one? Uh, Village of the Damned. Just never cared for it. Village of the Damned. I don't even think I've seen that one. That's part of that uh, Children of the Damned uh, excuse no. me, franchise, right? No. No, it's its own thing. No? It's got um, Christy Alley and Christopher Reeve in one of his last starring roles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, like, right. Vampires. Vampires. I love vampires. Vampires are so good. Vampires so are awesome, good. man. James Woods is a piece of shit, but damn, I love that movie. <laughs> vampires. So I even like Ghost of Mars. A lot of people rip Yeah, that I liked Ghost of Mars. I remember watching that with you the, at the store. And yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think originally that was supposed to be an escape movie, like with Kurt Russell. And then they yeah. switched it over to that. Still. Still, still liked it. I, I enjoyed the hell of it. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Nope. Not at all, man. So yeah, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm really happy they brought back the the techno theme from the original movie. I know. <laughs> when, when that credit hit, it was like Mortal Kombat. I was like, yes. <laughs> I honestly would have been disappointed. <laughs> I would have been so disappointed. It, it was a really cool cover too. Like it was a very nice updated cover of the original. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I, the whole time I was like, I wonder if they're gonna have any cameos in here. Like Robin Shu will be in the background or something. And the, and we went the whole movie without any cameos. I was like, ah, okay, they're not really gonna touch on the original movie. And then that, yeah. theme hit, and then the theme music hit. And I was like, oh, oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. I'm happy. No, it's, it was I good. It was really good. I watched the credits twice. I only watched the movie once, but I watched the credits twice. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I had to hear the What's music. What's that phrase? You do you, right? Me, I do me. Cool, 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 cool. Um, well, Geek Mancers, uh, so that it concludes our Mortal Kombat uh, 2021 Camcast. Thanks again for joining us. Tune in to us in the next couple of weeks, give or take. Yeah. For the Invincible Camcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, what else do we got on the, the dockets there? We got Invincible. Black Widow's coming out soon. Black Widow's coming out soon. We'll That's have Black right. Widow, That's and then uh, by the time those are done, we'll probably be in close to Loki. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yes, yeah, stay tuned for all of that goodness. Uh, we do really appreciate it. Our subscriber list is jumping. I'm We've pretty pumped about that. We're over 200. Which is incredible. Absolutely we incredible. Up, so we shot up like 25 subscribers in the last month. I was like, it's weird. The less content I put out, the more subscribers we get. Yeah, and I even noticed like uh, some of the views, like we're some of them aren't even going past like 10 views and we're just we're just getting it. So but yeah. keep it coming, guys. Like we really appreciate it. Um in fact, one of these days, I thought about this the other day, and I'm springing this on Ken for the first time. One of these days, we're going to get a list of all of our subscribers, uh, except for C.R. Mercier, because fuck that guy. Yeah, he's dude. And, and I'm going to read them out and say thank you to every single one of you. So whatever the number is, if it's 225 minus myself, 
I will read them all out and say thank you because we do really appreciate it. Um, Because I've I've said a million times before, we'll be doing this regardless of of you guys watching or not, but it's awesome that you guys are joining, subscribing, uh, liking, sharing. All of these things are great. That's what people do on YouTube, right? Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah, right? the list for every 25th name is going to remove a piece of clothing. I just shot that yep. out for the first time. <laughs> yep. I'm uh, I'm going to remove a piece of clothing. <laughs> you heard it here first. And then the camera will slowly start to pan away to just me going, oh, fuck. <laughs> and also the embarrassment. Chris, you take your pants off. I can't tell. I can't tell. The embarrassment of being aroused by it, too. Mm, yeah yeah no but all jokes aside we do really appreciate it we really really do and as always i mean you can see us on youtube you can see us on uh instagram you can see us on twitter you can see us on facebook you can Mm -hmm. hear us on google Podcasts. you can hear us on uh, soundcloud you can hear us on apple podcast um and also you can check us out well mostly chris fedick you can check out chris fedick who is prolific on geekpantsmedia.com um he has uh shown us up repeatedly on that yeah. uh on that website yeah. i'm not even going to talk about things that i may or may not do for that website because then if i do it it's a surprise but if i don't it's like come on chris stop saying this shit so now, well, he, maybe he, one he, of these days you wrote that one haircut. article you wrote that one article and it was so good it's like do you do another one or do you just call it a day with that one great one You'd be like that woman that wrote, uh, what was it, To Kill a Mockingbird. She only wrote two books in her whole career. No, I think I've got another one. I've got, like, I'm rolling around with ideas, and uh, I just, it's hard because you want to pick the follow-up, right? Yeah. But uh, I do think I've got I've got something. And the other part is just finding the time to write it, right? Yeah. And then finding the time to edit it. <laughs> I hear all that, man. Yeah, like yeah, I could do exactly. that, or I can finish playing Horizon. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I could watch the entire like Captain America run in the MCU and write an article based on that. Or, mm-hmm. like you said, I could play Horizon. Play Horizon. And as of right now, the choice is almost always play Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Horizon will be over, and then we'll have time to play another game. That's right. <laughs> That's right, because Days Gone is uh, coming up soon. This is the first time, I believe, in history that you and I have played the same game at the same time. The worst part was, is for a while there, we were like at the same kind of spot from different sections of the map, and then you just took off and went like, fuck this shit. I just, But then I forgot that you were also doing story missions. You're almost uh, yeah, doing I went, exclusive. Yeah. I went full main quest. I'm playing on an easier difficulty, so I'm leveling like way quicker. It's weird that they do that. Like I would have thought that even though it's an easier difficulty that you would level up the same time. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm but, 41 now from when. Yes. Yeah. That's nuts. Day. And like when we talked and I was at, uh, I was at 27. Yeah. So since then I'm at like 32. Okay, so, so for you, you to be at 41. Up five and I've gone up. I've probably gone around five too then I guess. Uh, you were 34 when we talked about this so you went up seven levels okay so i've gone so so i'm going a little quicker yeah leveling's a little quicker by me i've I've cleared all the corrupted zones i've done all the cauldrons but that's the thing so i haven't done all the cauldrons and i haven't cleared out all the corrupted zones i think i still have one more bandit cab bandit cab to do i finished those off too so 
really all I got to do now is go around, find all the metal flowers and those Banuk figures, and that's it. Uh, yeah, metal flowers, Banuks, and, uh, and of course, like, data points and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I, I like how you find most of that stuff in, uh, in the power cell locations. Yeah, in the runes in the power cell locations. Which yeah, like why wouldn't all the technology stuff be in those locations? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's like a couple. I think there's only like one or two. You might find some stuff in the cauldrons, but again, it makes sense that it would be there. Yeah, you know. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. All right, buddy. That's it, Geek Pancers. Get the fuck out of here. Lawless victory. <laughs>